Huge. No hyphens. Shut your face, you stupid hyphenators. I'm not hyphenated. She's not hyphenated. Suck it. Suck it. I'm a man. She took my last name like a woman. No hyphens. No hyphens. No, but I changed my middle name. I mean, to no offense to hyphenators out last there. Name. If you have a hyphen, then you're totally cool. But to me, if you have a hyphen, then you're undecided. You're like, well, I don't want. Eh. Leslie was awesome enough to go, boom, I'm taking my last name, middle name, my middle name was stupid. Hyphen names. You just admitted your middle name was stupid. Hyphen so last well. names seem like people that have been money. divorced. They've been divorced. Yes. Well, if you're divorced, why would you keep the last name as a hyphen? Well, if you have kids. Fuck a kid. Fuck oh. that. If we got oh. married. I mean, wait, no, okay, hold on. I forgot we're married. If we if got married. If we got married. If, okay, oh my if, god, wait, we are. We are, we are we're married. If uh, we had kids, and then their kids' names were Kane, Jason Voorhees, Hughes, and then you got divorced, we got divorced for some reason, probably because she was cheating on me with some high school quarterback, because that's what Leslie does. Totally. She's, she's big into the high school sports, like Fred Night Light. She, lo- she hangs by Applebee's way too much. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why she's always going to Applebee's. She, she, loves, their, she, she loves their apps. Uh so, would you keep your name as Purdy Hughes? I mean, the kids would never. The kids' names would never be like no, what, Kane, Jason, Voorhees, Purdy Hughes. No, what they what people typically do, like what my mom did, was that her name was Jerry Purdy, and then when she married my stepdad, she kept the Purdy part because her kids had Purdy, and then so she did Purdy Martins, hyphenated. So prior to all that, she was still Purdy. Yep. So then when she got married, she had a new last name, but it was Purdy hyphen new last name. Yes. I'm talking about us, and I, I'm using your example here, Drunky McDrunkerston, of a normal name, and then we're just getting divorced. Are you getting remarried? Who are you getting married to? What's the new last name? Who are you getting remarried to? I'm not getting remarried. You, what, what, you know, this wedding is, we haven't even been married a month, and you're already <laughs> talking about hyphens and no, remarriage? No, I'm saying the reason why I don't hyphenate is because it's like... Why? People that... People hyphenate that hyphenate are divorcees. Are people usually that are divorced and have kids and then marry All I'm saying else. is that you, I really wish you would have let me change my name to Buffington Theodore Head Cheese. Oh, I, no, yeah, no. It's it would have been Leslie Purdy Head Cheese. No. It still would have been LPH, <laughs> but you could have been you could have been Mrs. Head Cheese. And I'm just saying that sounds way better than Mrs. Hughes. We could have started a whole new lineage of head I, cheese. Well, I can just go back to having my last name Purdy. No, what could have happened is like if, like in the seminal movie Reign of Fire with Christian Bale and Anthony McConaughey, the dragons could like take over the the world, and it would be like destroyed. But the lineage of head cheese could survive on. 
Like, we could be searching for, like, the next head cheese. It's way better than the next Hughes. I'm just saying. You gotta think about it. Think I don't want it. my last name to be head cheese. Think about cheese. it. For my 32nd birthday, I would like to be my present to be able to change my name to Buffington Theodore Head Cheese. You can call me Buff. You can call me Theo. You can call me Buff Theo. I would like Buff Theo <laughs> because I would feel like the awesome kid from the Cosby show. And I would be great. And I could do all kinds of cool things. Anyway, we've been married almost, almost a month. month. Almost a month of wedding bliss, marriage bliss, uh, uh, the birds and the bees and the apple trees. <laughs> that rhymed. Uh, you know, right off the bat, we got to fucking do some. Oh, my God. <gasps> That's right. If you listen to Brain Dead Radio, that was the boot alarm. I am drinking the boot right now. Das my, boot. my my DOS boot uh, holds uh, three and a half beers, uh, but I have already had four awesome summit sagas. I am quite drunk. So prepare your earballs for some awesomeness. We've been married almost a month, babe. Please regale our womenly listeners because most women listen to this show, which I love. I love the women. All of you are God's children and creation, uh, the apples and vaginas. And I toast to thee. So let's toast to thee. Raise your koozie. Let's go. Koozie. Raised. Koozie. Toast to the apples and vaginas. Uh, apples and vaginas. Apples and vaginas of the ladies out there. Uh, talk to them about the wedding. Because okay. I did a little bit on Brain Radio, which you can listen to at BrainerRadio.com. But I cut the short and sweet, the guy's version. Let's hear the female's version of the She's Right, I'm Rob slash Brain Radio slash Best Wedding of 2012 uh, ever. And I set you up really good. So well, talk. Let's just say that the beginning and middle of that day was really long. It was amazing. I had Cholitos. <laughs> I drank beers with my friends. I played pinball. It was great. I had a great morning and beginning. What did you do? I um I had brunch with my bridesmaids and my mom. Apples and vaginas love brunch. Oh, my God. Especially at the Uptowner Cafe. The Uptowner? Yep. Is it called the Uptowner? I think it's called the Uptown. Uptown. Cafe. Unless it's drunk as well. Just fucking deal with it, whatever. people. You don't even know. You're not even from Minnesota. Fuck y'all. You don't even know the Uptown Cafe. You don't even know. <laughs> you wish you did. You wish you had some sort of idea. <laughs> I have French toast. Motherfucking FT, or as we call it, French toast. Or I call it French toast. French toast. <laughs> fucking French toast. Um, and then we did the whole getting ready at uh, my friend's house. Did you have a sexy pillow fight? Were you wearing... Um, oh, totally. So you had a corset on Oh yeah, with definitely. the rest of your bridesmaids. Yeah. And, we and they were, were jiggling breasts and, and they were like down feathers. Yeah, the feathers were flying all over the place. And honey and... was involved. Oh, no, that's an icky cleanup. No, no we didn't not do that. Icky. No, you didn't say that mess. last night. You that's said that was mess. the best thing. What? <laughs> um. Anyway, so Analyze. we got Analyze. ready. Did the hair and the makeup the and done. putting the dress on. The dress was on. And then we went to the venue and took like a bazillion pictures. Prior to us even making it there. Yes. See now, see now I can interject a bit because on the last uh, two episodes of BDR, you kind of heard just like, yeah, it was fun. Woo, marriage. But... I got to go. T- I reserved a top of the line, quote unquote, hotel room. It was a quote unquote hotel room. It was a quote or unquote was a top, top of, of the line, or was it a quote unquote top of the top line, of the line hotel room? It was expensive. <laughs> it was 
a block away from the venue. It was the closest hotel. And I mean, it, it looks pretty fanciful. And I got a room, so myself and CJ, which you may have known from BrainRadio.com. If not, fucking listen to BDR. I know that you might have apples and vaginas, but you might like BDR if you like the video games. Just saying. And my bro Ham and my buddy Crafto, and we had a hotel room to get ready. And we walked in, and it looked like uh, a showroom at Ikea. And I was quite disappointed, and it was very small, and for the price... But the only thing that was awesome was that the shower was the best part about the whole thing. <laughs> so so it's me and like three dudes, all right, people? Three dudes and me. Okay, this is episode 24. At this point, you should know where the story might be going. Three dudes and me. And I'm like, I got to take a shower, guys, because I got ready for my big day. For my big day. So uh, I close the little doors, the sliding door, and I get in the shower. And I notice that out towards the bedroom where all the guys are hanging out getting ready to go to the nuptials <laughs> there's a piece of frosted glass so the first thing i do is press my balls up against it and go hey guys can you see my balls and i didn't think they could and it turns they out they could. totally could i thought they were fucking with me i thought they were fucking with me so then i was like haha very fun of me wash my balls and I got all ready. Uh, and, and, and to fast forward a bit, when Leslie and I got back to the hotel room, uh, I took a shower. And I'm like, hey, babe, can you see my butt cheeks? Can you see my butt cheeks? Laughing, thinking that she couldn't. Turns out you totally can. I thought they were fucking with me. So I, not really unwittingly, because I totally wittingly did it. I was like, I'm going to be wittingly up all up in this. And they totally could see my shit. So that was the best part of the hotel room. So anyway, so I was in a hotel room getting ready while you were doing brunches and pillow fights with uh, honey and half-naked uh, bridesmaids. <laughs> so anyway, continue. So we got ready, got to the venue, took a bunch of pictures. Lots and lots of pictures. Like, there were a lot of pictures happening at this wedding. Yeah. Which there is were. good, I guess. Because yeah. I don't really we'll, remember it. We'll appreciate it once we get the pictures. Yeah, once I'm like 60, I'm like, God, look what you used to look like. And then you'll be like, shut up, Rob. And then you'll slap me. Because at that point, <laughs> at that point, you'll be like, you'll be wearing the pants in the family. <laughs> the pants suit, as it were. Anyway, so take lots of photos. So, um, took a bunch of pictures with the bridesmaids. And then you guys showed up. And I was Fashionably hidden. late. Yeah, they were very, very late. Hey, to my credit, or not to my credit, I guess, because we were late. But to like my point of speaking at the moment. I had to take lots of photos with my Boba Fett helmet. And also, I had to make sure all my best men were good to go. A, because CJ possibly was going to bail uh, due to personal reasons. And then at the last moment, CJ pulled through like a goddamn golden Greek god. Got a war style. CJ is Kratos. He came through with his dual fucking blades of war and sliced through the oppression to make it to our wedding. Oh, my as God. The, I know. You didn't even know this. You're like, I'm getting brunch and pillow fights. Meanwhile, CJ is fighting through hell. Layers of hell and destroying demons to make it. So I really just want to make sure all of my best men and my groomsmen were all happy and good. So I, of course, had to have uh, booze. Uh, we had uh, we had lots of we had lots of scotch and beer to get them ready. So I had to get them ready. I had to get them ready. Well, you also were late because you got stuck in traffic. Because, because some that, dickhead's car decided yeah. to stall. Well, that really? day, that Douche. day there there was actually a big accident, so like all the freeways were backed up. And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna miss my wedding, you guys. Let's go to space camp instead." Thankfully, what? my brother. Well, I mean, I didn't tell you now, but it's been like a month. I can tell you now. We were stuck in traffic, and I started to freak out. And I was like, instead of going to like Vegas or something, I was like, Adam, drive me to space camp. 
Adam, I need my brother. My brother was driving me because I just was a, a total wreck. I'm like, driving to space camp. I need to hang out with Max the robot and go into space by accident. I cannot deal with this wedding because I was so scared that I was going to let you down. See, look at that. See how I brought it back? You're all like, oh, he was scared to let me down. He wanted to go to space camp. You feel better now, right? How much uh, better do you feel? You feel so much better. You weren't just like, I'm really excited to marry her? I totally was, but then there was traffic, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a sign from above! <laughs> Go to space camp! <laughs> so, since we actually saw you guys from the windows up in the you venue... You shut up. You saw us before yeah. I saw... <laughs> I, this is the we, first time I'm hearing about well, this. She's right on Rob listeners. You, I didn't know she saw me. I was supposed to be secretive. You were running really late, so we kept like watching for you to be like, when I'm are they going to get here? I'm sorry you saw me scratching my balls in my suit. <laughs> I had to. They were itchy. So I was scared. No I was camp. hidden for your arrival. Hidden. She was like, she was like in the water temple in Zelda, and I had to like traverse stupid ass iron boots and like. I had to press switches to find her. See, this is for the nerds. See, you're like, what are you talking about, yeah. Water Temple? She's a nerd, but not hardcore. I'm hardcore. I fucking traversed the Water Temple and Ocarina of Time to find my true forbidden love. Because she is forbidden. Because her family did not approve of me. Because um, I am a nerd. <laughs> and uh, at the same time, you know, I wasn't a millionaire. When did my family not approve of you? Uh, your mom took took me aside. I don't know if you knew this, like six months before, and, and was like, you better be Scrooge McDuck in this shit before <laughs> you actually put the ring on her finger. There better be some sort of money She bin. took you aside while she was in Arizona? It was called an iPhone in video chat. I don't know if you know she about this. She doesn't FaceTime. know how to work an iPhone. Uh, FaceTime. She doesn't uh, know how all to work people FaceTime. Know, is, it, is, it, is it called FaceTime? Um, maybe. Face look? I don't know. Maybe it's face face sense. stuff. I don't use it. She face stuffed me. She was <laughs> stuffing my, my face. My mom doesn't even know how to, like, barely Your mom email. writes in all capital letters, and but was able to face stuff me and say, listen. She was face stuffing she was, you. <laughs> she was face stuffing me so hard. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, Leslie's oh mother, my God. stop <laughs> stuffing my face. Let's talk about this. And she's like, you better be Scrooge McDuck in this diving into money bin and fighting off beagle boys and you better have gizmo duck and i'm like i can't promise all that all i can promise is that i love the shit so much and so hard out of your daughter (laughs) 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 so i said that anyway you're looking at me through the window anyway so i was hidden for your arrival because we knew you were coming up the elevator and i came up the elevator like solid snake style like i'm gonna walk through some giant microwaves but i'm gonna crawl my way through it wasn't like that at all it was kind of like really hot but not microwavy and your our photographer called you over an er photographer Er, yeah, we're still stuck in that. I'm sorry, internet people. I know that's like three months like uh, uh, out of place. Um, but uh, I came up the elevator, and our photographer was all like, oh my god, you should come this way, Rurb. And I'm like, oh my god, I will come that way, because my name is Rurb, and you called me that way. And I walked around the corner, and time slowed down. And I heard... <laughs> Some sugar on me. No, he didn't. I did in my head. I heard that. That's the exact song I heard. I heard that song in my head. Oh, it was Def Leppard in my head. Okay. And Leslie in slow motion came around and was like, "Oh, boobs. Oh, legs. Oh my God, high heels." And our photographer and I know this. She's still working on the photos, but I know the fact that she got photos of me with my jaw on the ground and how beautiful 
my bride to be. She's smiling so hard. I'm gonna get so <laughs> late tonight. Her jaw was on the gr- my jaw was on the- her jaw was on the ground too because I was looking all so he fresh was, and so clean. You know, he was looking really, really nice, and he should wear a suit more often. I'm going to wear a suit every time we record an episode so you take me seriously and want to do me afterwards. Like, oh, my God, great episode. I'm going to do you. So I turned around and was like, oh, my God. And I and side note, I saw your dress about a year ago by accident on your computer. I had to use her computer to pay her cable bill. And for some reason, I went to my documents. I don't know what I was looking for. I was just searching just to make sure that she wasn't doing other dudes. I'm not going to lie. Just making sure you're not doing other dudes. And I saw a thumbnail. And I was like, oh, my God, close it out. And the thumbnail and my brain put two and two together, and I was like, oh, it's not a wedding dress. What are you? There's no train. This isn't legit. But then I saw her dress, and I was like, oh my god, 1950s style. You rocked that shit so hard, as Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme might say. So hard. It was amazing. So my jaw dropped, and I saw you, and then. And then, what happened then? I and saw then you. we got married. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> Here at um, She's Right, I'm Rob. We're very anticlimactic. And then I, we got married, and it was all good, and we you know, went to sleep. Well, honestly, it's funny because weddings have such this... You see the way they are in movies? Totally not the way they are in real life. Uh, they could be, but we obviously don't make as much money as these people who work the same jobs we have in movies, but have well, like... Typically, in movies, the groom doesn't see the bride until she's walking down the aisle. Typically, in movies, the groom isn't also sleeping with the bride five years in advance before the wedding. I don't know. Some movies. Yeah. Well, you know, not in Jesus' eyes. (laughs) I'm just saying. It was very hard to reconcile that with me. But in real life, you have to take like a million pictures together before anything actually gets started. Because if you don't do that, then one of the groom or the bride will be drunk and too drunk to actually take photos. We took lots of awesome photos. Yeah. I'm very excited to see them. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't seen them yet. Uh, a photographer out there, seriously, uh, get on the ball and show us some photos. Be nice to Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin was amazing, but where are the photos? We're just really excited. I want to see some photos. <laughs> I just want to see the photos. You made us go outside in the 90-degree weather to pose against some yellow building. Oh, my gosh. It was so hot out that day. She's like, I have an eye for this. Let's go outside, and I'm like, "Fuck no! I don't. It's hot out. I'm wearing a suit." She climbed a fence, though. She was f- fucking parkouring to take our <laughs> photos. We had a parkour photographer to take our photos, and it was amazing. She was hardcore parkour, and I couldn't. I it was it was great, but we got married. So and it was lovely. My dress for the ladies out there was Vera Wang. Circa no, 2001. it was not Vera Wang. It could have been. It was no, off. it could not have been because we could never have afforded with a Vera Wang dress. Because who gives a shit? Who you wear it once? That's stupid. I, when I was trying on dresses it. though, I put on a Vera Wang just for fun. I knew I couldn't and afford it. And I bet it. it looked amazing, way better than your dress now, right? Thanks no, for telling me. You it did it, and it was the most difficult dress to put on ever. You heard and it now, here. You heard it here first. She's right. I'm right. Vera Wang sucks. Vera Wang is. Gorgeous. No, it sucks. They're amazing dresses. No, they're stupid pieces of shit. But the reason why they're so expensive is because there's like a kajillion layers in the skirt part of the dress where it's so difficult to put on. And I can't imagine being a bride during the reception and being like, I have to go to the bathroom. Now, Leslie says it that way, but really the the biggest problem with the Vera Wang is because there's so many layers in the skirt, it takes so much more effort for me to get under said skirt. So I'm really glad she didn't (laughs) go with a Vera Wang. 
So my dress was very easy access. It was tearaway velcro. <laughs> it was a knee length dress. A me? Knee, knee length. That's way different. Yes. I was like a knee length. It'd be way long. You look like a Mormon. It'd <laughs> 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 just be weird. <laughs> it was knee length, and it had straps and a lace front that was added during. Um, Wait, Ritz hold on. Plan. They put a front on there to cover up your breasts? No. Yeah. No. 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 I want a do-over. Uh, I want a dress no. with no lace front to show off your spectacular sweater No, trust me. It meets. didn't look good without Your sweater it. meets need to be showing off. <laughs> My sweater meets. Your sweater meets <laughs> need to be showing off to the world. What? They and covered them? Who covered had, them? Was that test? It had a, Did test no, cover them? No. Who covered them? The seamstress. Seamstress I, out there. That's horseshit. And I horseshit. bought the lace. I have what? a place for it. How did I not have any say? So Especially anyway, and then I had a V-back. So anyway, I had a V-back. No, had I'm pockets. still stuck. I'm not. All the women pockets. Oh, God, can good. you fucking hear? No, I'm like <laughs> seven or eight beers in. I don't hear anything. <laughs> All the women out there will enjoy a dress with pockets. Oh yeah, pockets, you guys. Put your tampons and your chocolates. You right. wouldn't put chocolates or tampons <laughs> yeah, you in would. the pockets. Okay, oh my if God. I've learned anything from television, <laughs> it's that women love pockets for tampons and chocolates. You learn nothing. I learned everything. That's what I learned in the A-team. The A-team taught so, me that. So, anyway. And the Dukes of Hazard. And then on the and lining Batman. of the dress under the skirt Small had wonder. our initials and our date in blue. Oh, my. Really? Mm-hmm. I never saw that. <laughs> I was too busy tearing it off with my teeth to, like, notice, like, the embroidery. I can show you after. Oh, after. The dress is oh, in the closet. Oh, she's going to put it on after, you guys. Boom, chicka, barrel, barrel. <laughs> Boom. So, we had um, the ceremony was extremely hot. You guys, it was like being in a sauna, like yes. or like hot yoga, except without yoga pants. So this building, imagine hot yoga without yoga pants. Like, what's the point? This building no had point. air conditioning, but, and it was down to like sixty-six degrees. But but then after they had to invite all these people. After all these people, that's so mostly Rob's people. family. No, got there. It wasn't my family. Yeah, no, it was. It wasn't. And after they were all in this small ceremony Transience. room, it got. Just ridiculously hot. You guys, I was sweating through my suit. I tried to be sexy. It was hard. It's hard to be sexy when you're sweaty. Like, you see David Beckham doing it, and you're like, oh my god. But you know that's not sweat. That's a spray bottle of water. And you can't be sexy sweaty when you're trying to just stand there. It's also really difficult... To be sexy in high heels that you've been wearing for hours and hours and hours. No, it's not. I've seen movies. You keep talking about how, like, oh, my God, my feet hurt. It must be easy for Victoria and Beckham to look, like, sexy in those heels. But I bet she is actually thinking my feet hurt really fucking bad. Well, A, if you're going to pick any of the Spice Girls, Victoria Beckham's the worst Spice Girl to pick. I'm using her because look who you use. No, Baby Spice or even Scary Spice because Scary Spice is super hot. All I'm saying is that... You want to be sexy, ladies, with your apples and your vaginas. You want to be sexy. <laughs> the easiest way to be sexy, high heels. You don't got to work out. You don't got to wear tight pants. High heels. Have your toes hurt. Look super hot. Same for men. Not high heels. But you wear a cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to work out. But you'll feel super hot because you have a ring around your penis. So, tip from She's Right, I'm Rob. Cock tip. ring and 
uh, high heels. That should be the episode title, Cock Rings and High Heels. Boom, the wedding <laughs> episode. See, it's like growing pains or like family ties. Well, you know, we're like the 80s. Like We're going to name our episodes perfect, so Cock Rings and High Heels. That's how you're sexy. So Leslie was super sexy. Amazingly so. And I felt bad because I was like, jaw on the ground. Oh, my God, you're so hot. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, don't do it too much so she doesn't feel hot when she's wearing her sweatpants and her business shirt. And that was tough to do because you like to wear sweatpants in your business shirt. And I'm like, oh, it's business time. I don't want But I was just like, holy shit, I am marrying an angel. (laughs) No, she's laughing, but now she is so ready to, like, have sex with me. You may hear the very first episode of She's Right, I'm Rob, the porn episode. (laughs) Because I am buttering her biscuit hard. Oh, my God. Her biscuit is covered in sausage gravy. Or it will be. <laughs> I'm trying to make you give a spit take. It's not really... It's almost happening! She almost spit, which would have dribbled onto her spectacular breast, which would have made it a lot hotter in here. But she looked amazing. I looked amazing. We had the ceremony. We had everybody waiting. Everybody was listening to Star Wars Cantina music uh, and Leslie's music. But Ma- I heard, and it was great. Because we got, I got to add seven songs to the people are just sitting around music. The reception seating music. Yes. So I added Cantina, the Cantina or, sorry, band. ceremony seating music. And lots of Richard Cheese. So um, people were just like, oh, it's like jazz. Oh, this is nice. But if they would listen to the lyrics, it would have been People Equal Shit from Slipknot, uh, along with other notoriously anti-wedding people songs. But it sounds happy. So thank you, Richard Cheese for making it amazing we had a reception babe explain the awesome not the reception this oh ding the ceremony explain the ceremony it was amazing go um so the the guys walked up first behind the um officiate bethany who was amazing and then Uh, the big ups to the officiate for not pushing her jesus agenda on us yes thank you and the bridesmaids walked in. They were just wearing black dresses with red shoes and the clutches that I bought them. Now, Leslie calls them dresses. I call them more stripper attire. I kind of liked it. Who is your, wearing stripper uh, attire? Your maid of honor. Libby? Libby. Libby. It wasn't stripper Libby, attire. I had many comments from people going Did like, you? Oh, I did. Libby. What, what did you hear? Libby, if you're out there and you're listening, a lot of my friends... And male, uh, male uh, people were just like... <laughs> male people. Male people were like, God damn, who is that chick wearing the short You know skirt? what? Libby is hot. She can own it. You know, if, if we're going to be honest, we've been married a month, I can officially probably say it. She's not bad looking. <laughs> I can't go... T- Libby, I can't go too hard. Leslie's here. It's, just, it's awkward. It's cool. I know. It'd be a lot better if you were back in your college days. I could be like, yeah, Libby's hot. And you're like, let me call her over. Let's have some fun. But I can't do that. That's just weird. We're not college days anymore. <laughs> we're 30s. So I can say, Libby, you are quite an attractive All of woman. the bridesmaids are sexy women. But Libby. Well, Libby's a very athletic person. Libby's extremely athletic. Uh, males out there. Uh, and she is uh, into hikings and probably kayaking and walking up Mount Everest. That sounds probably. like something she would do with Sharpas um, and snow and snow shoes. So she is quite athletic and she was wearing... She's taken though. She was. She is, she is taken. But I'm just saying people out there, if you have money, Libby, I mean, have money. 
Maybe you're rich and you're like, hey, I heard about you and she's right, I'm Rob. And I can... Libby make- is not someone that like really cares about money. I know she's not. I'm just trying to help the nerds out there go, well, yeah, I could probably get a girl like that. You probably can't. You probably can't. You well, can't. honestly, though, a chick that's like really athletic and into hiking isn't going to be into a guy that's into playing video games. That is horseshit. Let's talk about something different for a second. I call shenanigans <laughs> on that. Just because your your personal uh, hobbies include playing video games, maybe putting together Legos, um, maybe shooting Nerf guns, doesn't mean that you can't get with someone that climbs mountains and and rides bikes. I'm just saying. I mean, you could ride a bike. While making Legos, it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> so, Libby, if you're listening, lots of my male uh, friends and people out there were like, "Oh my God, who is that?" And I was like, "She's taken." Sorry, guys. So I walked down the aisle with her other hot friends as well, with my mom and my stepdad. Yep. And we started the ceremony. There were ceremonies. Ceremonies happening. There the was master of ceremony, MC, MC Bethany. There is tearing. People were tearing shit in half. (laughs) Oh, tearing. I thought you were like, we're referencing my dad (laughs) ripping his shirt. No, your dad dad ripped the curtains down. He did. Actually, that actually happened. My dad is awkward. I don't understand how he got them back up there. He wanted to rip them. He wanted to to just tear them. He hated the curtain. He's like, I paid for some of this. I paid for the fucking uh, cupcakes and shit. I'm tearing this down. And I'm like, well, Dad, it was just curtains. You could have relaxed, and it was bullshit. Honestly, so we had our ceremony. I honestly have no idea how he got them back up there, though, because those were like... 20 feet up? Yes. He was ex-Delta Force. He he was like MacGyver. My dad did shit with other things you had no idea what he could do with. I'm just saying. Okay. He did shit with things you had no idea what you could do with. But he wouldn't ever tell me about them because but no, because it's we all don't have... classified. Yeah, we he can't tell us about his secretive missions until we have a child, so... I've been thinking about that, babe, just saying, for like the last five years. Actually, the last 25 years. I like to know how my dad kills people with his curtain tearing downs, but you have to pop out a his mini curtain rob. curtain tearing downs. Yeah, pop out a mini rob. That's a different episode. So anyway. So anyways, ceremony. We got up there. Yep. Everybody my was sexy. My feet were hurting. Everybody was good. very hot. And we started the ceremony. And it was really, it was very short. It was supposed to be very short. It was. It was actually short. It felt very long. It felt like eternity. (laughs) It it did. Like, here's my deal. When you're, like, uncomfortable. And, you know, my cock ring was making me uncomfortable (laughs) because it was new. I I bought a brand new one (laughs) for this wedding, so I wasn't used to it. So, yes, I was quite uncomfortable with my cock ring. It's very uncomfortable, babe. I'm just saying it was very, very uncomfortable. And he had sweat dripping down his face. Off my cock ring. No, off. No, just tell him about that cock ring. <laughs> my face was dry. Just tell him my face was dry. His face was very dry. It was very dry, you guys. My face was drier than. <laughs> it was drier than. Anyway. Saltine crackers. Boom. We had. Tell them about the reading that we picked out. Okay. So as a married couple, you got to pick out a reading. And it's all like, oh, Jesus went down to Bethlehem and had some myrrh. And I'm like, no, that doesn't relate to us. I don't myrrh. I don't know what myrrh is. <laughs> so, I've always had this. My dream wedding involved somehow Marilyn Manson. This is my dream wedding. I wanted the last day on earth as my reading, as and or as my walking recession song, uh, because to me, last day on earth is the most romantic song in the world. Because we're together, in last day on earth. 
The Earth is dying, everybody sucks, but we're together, so that to me is romantic. Leslie had a better idea. Her idea was like, no, that's not gonna happen. And I'm like, alright, fine, I get it. Let's do Dave Matthews. And she was like, no, that means nothing to you. And I'm like, alright, we gotta come up with a reading. Gotta come up with a reading! Had a few beers, we're chatting in our, in our, in our little recording studio here. Try to figure out some reading, and I was like, had a perfect idea. Boom! The Wedding Singer. It was as perfect. As much as I hate that stupid movie, because I, I do, I hate that movie. The song that Sandler sings with Billy Idol helping him shove off the asshole husband fiance on the plane at the end with Drew Barrymore is perfect. It's it all about like, I'm going to fucking grab the remote control, you can have it, I'll carry you to bed, I'll do the dishes. It was very perfect. I'll take and care I, of you when you're hungover. Yeah, and that's basically our relationship. I'm, I take care of Leslie all the time because she's constantly drinking seven bottles of wine a night. I mean, we might have episode 38 when we're going to rehab, and it's a totally different, uh, totally different uh, show. But I picked it, and I was like, what do you think? And she's like, I loved it. So I was like, let's go for it. So I knew what the reading was prior to the wedding. Yes. And... And, uh, you know, a flashback to those of you who have been listening since the beginning and maybe listened to BDR and or podcast. We heard about my brother's wedding where I needed a shitload of Xanax and Scotch to be, like, ner- non-nervous and do all this shit. With our wedding, I was fine. I had, like, two beers, and I'm like, you know what? I just want- I had two beers, two Chilitos, because <laughs> that's what I needed. <laughs> I did. I had two Chilitos. I needed it. Uh, I was just like, I'm ready to fucking do this. And I was totally fine, and I even told Leslie, like, a few weeks before, actually, I think in our last episode, uh, 23, I think I mentioned, like, don't hate me, uh, if I show no emotion at the wedding. That's just, I killed all the emotions before you, you are slowly reawakening them in me, uh, and TJ and I had talked about it in my massive issues, but I was like, don't be mad if I show no emotions, because that's not who I am, I, there's, I had him at some point, now I'm just a robot. So during the entire ceremony... To keep myself entertained, I'm making faces at Leslie. We have video of this. And I feel kind of bad because I'm making faces at Leslie the entire time. Like, smiling or making goofy faces. Like, the officiates talking about, like, serious bullshit. I'm like, derp, herp a derp, will come a face. It's funny. And Leslie's smiling, sometimes like, going, like, take it seriously. Then she starts the reading. And then I start crying. Leslie's smiling right now because it's one of the few times she's ever seen me cry. It's one of the two. One of the two times in over five years, which is hilarious because prior to you, I was crying. I was just a crying machine. (laughs) I cried all over the place. (laughs) Steel Magnolia's tears. You know, the Wally tears. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But during the reading of the Adam Sandler song, uh, on top of the sweat pouring off of my cock ring, uh, I was starting to tear up. uh, And on video, you see me constantly wiping away. Tears from my eyes. It wasn't the sweat he was wiping away. It was actually tears. No, it was actual tears. I, that was, and and as silly as it is, that was the moment that I knew I made the correct choice. (laughs) Uh, That, and it was great because it was like, the reading was funny, but at the same time, very romantic and heartfelt. And when people realized what it was from, you can hear laughter. Yeah. And they're laughing and I'm like, okay, you guys, (laughs) like I'm trying to be serious. And then we were married. Uh, and we were pronounced man and wife, and we took a pause. And then whoever was acti- activating the stereo took, like, 30 seconds too long, and they're trying <laughs> to find the song, and I'm like, fucking play the song, because I want to turn around. And then they played the throne room theme from Star Wars, uh, 
and it was fucking amazing. And we walked down to the throne room, and then we were officially man and wife. Yes. Now explain more about the wedding. Then we did a quote-unquote receiving line that a lot of okay. people were very confused about. Because here's the deal. I gave Leslie most of the... Control. Control. I was just like, listen, I can't have my dream wedding in Vegas with whores and, you know, fucking Bill Nye. So you do what you got to do. So I didn't really know the everything until that day, really. That's when I was, she told me. So we had a receiving line to be like, listen, we're going to, after the wedding, we're going to walk up. And people are going to shake our hands so we can say thank you for showing up and then go out. So we can do that now so then yes. we don't have to do it later. Yes. The point of, like, us doing the receiving line was that we made sure to be able to say, you know, hi and thank you, everybody, for coming and then we didn't have to worry about going to talk to everybody throughout the reception. Because really, all we want is your money. And, you know, the thank you. That's not true. Maybe we, for you, not got, for me. We need to be honest a bit here. I mean, it was great that they saw us, like, getting married. But really, we're just like, listen, we just want your money and your blessings. Uh, and then after that, if you want to leave, feel free to leave. We just, you know, we just want your money. She's trying to play it off like it's not true. It's she was not. all like, the night of was like, she was throwing checks in the air going, we're rich, bitch. <laughs> we're rich, bitch. We're rich. And she was all like laying on the bed all in the Ikea hotel room naked going like, so many checks. We'll never have this many checks. And I'm just like, seriously, babe, that's people's dreams. Anyway. People's dreams. So then we went out to, for the reception. We had amazing dinner. I picked Famous Dave's Barbecue uh, <laughs> because, listen, people go to weddings, they get fancy, dancy, hoity-toity, like, here's a spring roll with wrapped bacon and asparagus on a stick. And you're like, yeah, I need, like, eight of these to get full. Yeah. Here's a spring salad on a Triscuit. Like, what? I don't, this is stupid. Yeah. I was like, listen, if we're going to have a wedding, we need to make sure that my family, who, like Leslie said, is the majority are happy with the food and my favorite food is barbecue leslie enjoys barbecue she allowed me to pick famous dave's catering barbecue how well did the famous dave's go over everybody were, loved it everybody i know loved you were it. like iffy a bit like you were iffy a bit in the beginning and that's fine but i actually had but people, i did jump i i jumped on board i was totally down with it i had people coming up to me going listen this is the best food I've ever had at a wedding ever. And yes. I've been to a lot of weddings. You had the same thing. Yep. People out there, you can spend all kinds of money on stupid fucking fancy foods. People don't want your fancy no. bullshit. Save your money. They want meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. That's what Seriously. they want. They want meat well, and potatoes. That's what they like. We took home leftovers from the wedding. There oh were no God. mashed potatoes No left. potatoes. Everybody ate my garlic red mashed potatoes. And, like, listen, you guys. Like, I know you guys came and gave us money. But, seriously, you couldn't have left me, like, a little bit of garlic <laughs> red mashed potatoes. Instead, we had, like, a thousand ribs left over. Brisket. I mean, we made out like bandits. Yeah. We had, like, 200 cornbread muffins. It was amazing. We had so many cornbread muffins, macaroni and cheese. Oh, my God. The jalapeno mac and cheese. Which was extra so, spicy, by the way. Oh, my God. More so spicy than spicy. normal. So good. People at weddings want free beer and free meat and potatoes. Yep. So we did it right. If you're in, if you're if we're getting married, take a cue from us. Don't go, well, our wedding's gotta be fancy. No, no one wants your fancy shit. I'm talking to you, Mandy. I know you're listening. 
No one wants <laughs> your fancy shit. Kyle knows what's up. He ate there and was like, this is what we need to do. Don't do fancy. No. Meat and potatoes and yeah. a buffet. Something that's actually like really filling yes. is what people want. Yes. They want to have like real They don't want to leave your wedding dinner. and go to McDonald's. No. And we know We've that from that. experience. We've done that. Yeah. Oh, here's some chicken tartare. I don't want your chicken tartare. That'd probably give me E. coli. <laughs> I want meat and taters. Yep. So we had meat and taters. Yep, and we had cupcakes for the dessert. Oh my god, we had red velvet, we had vanilla, we had the Michelle Obama. That's right, Michelle Ob- She's right, I'm Rob, Michelle Obama cupcakes. Yes. They were actually we got We got the cupcakes from this place in Minneapolis. Called it's Cupcake. called Cupcake. And you may have heard of them if you watched the Cupcake Challenge on Food Network. Yes, they, they won. won. They won. And um, we had the red velvet, which is delicious, and it's gorgeous looking. Oh my god. <laughs> I could totally have sex with a red velvet cupcake. It and was amazing. we had the I Love Lucy, which is a vanilla cupcake with a red fondant heart oh, on it. Oh, a red fondant heart fondant. And then we had the Michelle Obama, which is a chocolate cupcake. Racism. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> really liked the cupcakes. And the food. And the food. And the free beer. And we had the toasts. Mine was... Short and not very good. I surprised Leslie. I wanted to write the vows for our wedding and because I had great ideas, and she's like, that's too much pressure, I'm going to write the vows. And I'm like, fine, we're not going to write anything. The day of the wedding, she left me at 8 a.m. to go get ready. I had seven hours almost to like sit here by myself with no dog because she dropped Fakey off with her brother. No dog, nothing to do. And I'm like, I'm going to write a toast. So I wrote a toast, and I printed it out. And she was so upset that I had a pre-made toast for us. She, You were honestly upset. Yes, I was. Because, because she t- knows I am a great public speaker, yes. as evidenced by the and thousands I am not. of podcasts. I will admit that I'm horrible at it, and I'm really, really nervous about it. And I was not nervous. You know why? Because people are there to celebrate the fact that I stick my penis inside of Leslie. So I knew that they, all of their attention <laughs> were on me. And I was like... Your toast was great. It was... I had Han Solo. I had Princess Leia in there. I had my, my Omi. Uh, uh, for you German freaks out there, Oma is the proper German uh, word for grandmother. She couldn't make it, so I made sure to give a shout out to my Omi. Libby's toast was great. She mentioned Dave Matthews. She did. My dad's toast <laughs> was great because he mentioned how awkward it was that we were together. And our first, <laughs> our first Christmas, the first time I ever brought Leslie to my parents' house, uh, my dad was redoing everything in his house. So for Christmas, we ended up eating steak and shrimp downstairs uh, in the unfinished room. And it was hilarious because she's used to her parents who are more formal. Yeah. They're, they're, quite, they're, they're a little bit older, a little bit more formal. Uh, my parents are a lot less formal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am the exact same way I am on the podcast in front of my parents. Correct? Yes. There's no filtering. There's no editing of what I say. So it was kind of a culture shock for Leslie. He mentioned that. It was great. Her mom... At that did, time it was. Not it was. now. It's not great now? It's not a culture shock now. Oh, no. Now she's ready. I was like, it's not great now. My parents are fucking amazing. No, I mean... Her parents did her toast. At the, at the time of that Christmas, it was really weird for me because I'm used to having, like, turkeys and mashed potatoes. No, and we had steak and shrimp. We had steak and shrimp. And, and, and we had it on, like... 
in the TV living trays. room on the TV. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I brought wine, not knowing that like my parents they wouldn't drink. ever drink it. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are amazing without drinking. Uh, I hope to one day aspire to that. Right now, I can't. And then her parents did her toasts, yes. and her mom. Being a mother of the bride made it three lines in before she started bawling. I don't think it was even three lines. I have no idea what her toast was going to yeah, say. Yeah, it was just a lot of blubbering. She started crying right away. Uh, and and it, I have to say that your dad and your brother's toast, what I loved about their toast is that they mentioned, you know, welcoming me to the family, although I've already been part of the family for years. Yes, my family is very welcoming and very, like, we love everybody. Oh, uh, well, thanks. That makes it a whole lot less special. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, people I enjoy, and, I mean, they were there. It was a big deal to it me was that a huge they deal. said, like, I've been part of the family. I'm losing sex points. It was a great yeah, deal. Yeah, you are. I just gained some more. <laughs> it was a great deal. Her parents gave their toast. Her mom started crying, which was hilarious and sad and awesome at the same time, because it was like, oh, my God, she really cares. And then your stepdad gave his toast, and I have to talk about it because, I mean, it is a thing. Um, so her stepdad. <laughs> can we pause for beer? No, you can go grab your beer. I'll go. I'll, I'll okay. keep talking about your... Excuse my noises while I go get beer. She needs to drink more. <laughs> so her stepdad gets up and starts the toast, and we both look at each other like, okay, let's brace ourselves for either awesomeness or, like... Fuck. It was kind of a cross between, like, awesome fuck. Because he talked about awesome things, and he was being very polite and very kind, and him uh, and her mom were awesome for paying for the venue and for the food, and they really helped us out and were amazing. But his speech started off very nice and friendly, and in his mind... It was still nice and friendly. He, hold on, he did say things about, basically about how he calls me LP, and now he has to call me LPay. LPay? He has to call her fucking LPay. He calls me Chico, it's weird. And, um, I don't know why you know, he did make it kind of like, you know, that we have a daughter father relationship that was nice. Okay. Typically don't have that okay. very much. So yeah, I don't like I don't want to talk for Leslie, but her and her stepfather have a tumultuous relationship a bit. Nothing too major, but you know, if you're if you're out there and you have step parents, you kinda know like they're cool, they try to be cool, but you're still like iffy, da 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 da. So he's giving a speech and he's being all nice. And I'm all like, Alright, you know, this is cool. I was really worried to cr- I was really worried that I was gonna cringe and have to like, you know, fake smile during my, my wedding. And then he started in on a line about how diverse my family is and the fact that it is awesome that he knows diverse people. Now, if we're throwing it out there, we're two Caucasians from Minnesota, okay, from the Midwest. You hear the word diverse, the first thing you think about is other ethnicities, which is not a bad thing. It's just you're being diverse. There's a melting pot. That's what you think of. However... Her stepdad was referencing the fact that my mother is a lesbian, and I have two mothers who are amazing. And I'm hearing it going like, and my first thought was like, fuck, dude. Okay, diverse means like, oh my god, I am now related to two lesbians. 
And I didn't think anybody else picked that up. I'm sitting in my head going, okay, that's fine. So he finishes his speech, and then he turns it on well, himself. Before, yeah. yeah while he, he's yeah, doing he, his speech, he, he starts talking about like himself. what he used to do for a living. Yeah. What he I worked at this, now. and I did this. And Rob is also a nerd, and we're like, okay, that's weird. But I just kept focusing on the diverse part. So he gives his speech. Everybody's speeches. We're eating dinner, and we're having fun. And then I look over at my mother. And she just has this face. She has this face. And we talk, and she was just like, and she also picked up on the fact that the diverse comment was directed at the fact that she is a lesbian, and she is in love with another woman. And she wasn't mad, because my mom doesn't really get mad. She doesn't really get mad. No. She she's very she's, easygoing. She's, very, she's an extremely easygoing woman. Who is amazing and obviously raised an amazing son. Sorry, Adam. I am the amazing Obs. one. Yeah. Obs. To shorten it. <laughs> Obs. That's just sound. Obs. <laughs> Obs. So we had that that awkward, like, oh, shit. And it, for a second, I'm not going to lie, it felt like we were back in the 60s and you were a black woman and I was a white man and we are going to be married. Like, it was just so, like, in the face, like, even though this is the year 2012... And even though we've made it so far, we're not far we're enough. We're not that fucking far. And it wasn't like, and, the, and I'm not saying that like he is, I'm not saying that Leslie's family is homophobic or anything like that, because they are obviously not. They've met my parents. They are very cordial. There's nothing awkward, but there's still that tinge of like, this is different. Yeah. And to me, it's not different at all. Like, granted, I didn't have to grow up with a lesbian mother. Uh, like that. I mean, I'm sure she well, she might have been, but I didn't actually have to go to school and be afraid of that, or you know, any of the kids. I think the proof of like how we don't think of it as being different is when, like for example, when your dad and his current wife got married at your mom's house. Yeah, they got when married I, at my mom's house. When I tell people about that, I don't think it's weird. No, it's not weird because and everybody else thinks, thinks it's, it's weird. weird. And it's not like my dad totally married his new wife, Allison, who's fucking awesome and amazing. At my mother's compound. Your dad and your mom. I mean, mom. same compound is weird. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it is a compound. <laughs> my mom has a comp. She has a compound. But your dad and your mom still have a really, really great, strong Super relationship. Super tight relationship. They both love me. Uh, Adam is negligible. We don't know about Adam. <laughs> but we're talking about me. They both love me. They both love Leslie. It's a very great wedding. People saw our our invitations and they saw we had zombies. And I designed them all with my my degree. With zombies and blood and fonts that were like you had evocative. input on the invitations from Tess and I. Input, I designed the invitations. She wrote them, but I designed the motherfuckers. Just would you admit that I designed them? Admit that I designed the invitations. Can I? Can I just say this? Look at this shit. We, she won't give me credit. We picked out the invitations that I liked, and then, and, I designed then them. and then he took it from there and did all of the rest. Okay, so she picked out the format. Yes. I designed the shit out of those fuckers. And I had bloodstains and zombies and death and, like, I actually used all three fonts from Podcast, Braindead, and She's Right, which was really... I know that sounds silly to people out there listening because we're not big, but for me that was, like, a big deal. Like, these podcasts are my babies, and I know I could probably be doing them way better and making money, but, like, these are my... These are my kids, so I was able to use the fonts and the styles to make our things, and they were awesome. 
and we sent them out and we talked about in previous podcasts how people were kind of receptive and not receptive. A lot of people showed up thinking that it was not going to be a classy wedding. Yeah. But then guess what? The fucking theme song, the very first episode. Theme song. Our first dance. Was Ain't That a Kick in the Head, which you might have heard. Uh, As our theme song. About like 50 minutes ago, you might have heard it. Yeah, probably 50 minutes ago, you would have heard our first dance. And we went out there and we danced. Now, here's what I learned. Leslie can't dance. Nope. At all. Nope. Now, I'm a dude, and by like 90 standards and 80 standards, I should not know how to dance. And I don't. But I know how to properly do the box step. And that's what I was trying to do. Leslie was like, I'm not doing your box step. I am just going to walk wherever I want to walk. (laughs) I don't give a fuck if you're leading me this way. I'm walking the other way. We have video, and it is an awkward dance to save it. To save it, and I knew that was being filmed. I'm sorry. I knew it was being uh, photographed. Photographed. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was being photographed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this boot's fucking me up. (laughs) <laughs> I can't I wait that. to eat dinner. <laughs> it was being photographed <laughs> and videoed. I we both decided, and it was actually wasn't decided. We just happened like, okay, if I can't lead her and do what I want to do to like actually make a real dance, which is really just a square. That's all I wanted her to do. <laughs> she could not do that. We decided to sing along to Anthony Kick in the Head. So there is videos and pictures of us singing along. To the theme song, to the best podcast on the internet. I mean, really, if you're listening to this, you know yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. And you really should be telling your friends about how awesome how we are. How are you not getting your friends about How are we this? not having more fucking plays on this, you guys? Seriously. We are amazing. For reals. We are the pulse of uh, our generation. Generation <laughs> yeah. X and Y. Generation chromosome. That's what we're fucking doing. Generation chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> so we did our dance. And what was great about the fact that when the DJ called us to do our dance, people had no idea. Yeah, they, they didn't like, know what to expect. This could be Nirvana. Dave oh, it's going to be Dave Matthews. It's going to be really no, Manson. It was a fucking it was classic. Fucking Dean Martin. Ain't that a kick in the head? And people's jaws were like, oh my God. I mean, they fell off their face, and they were trying to say, oh, my God, but they were just like, because they had, like, no tongue or jaw. That's what we heard in a lot of the videos. But we knew that that meant, oh, my God. And we had an amazing first dance, and we had an amazing dance, and we had a photo booth, and I did photos for the background. I don't know why you're starting off the photo booth, because that's, like, the best thing. You need to, like, leave that for the end. I can't. I got to talk about it now. (laughs) Shit, but I want to give their website, but I don't know it right now off the top of my head. I want to say it's like KC. Ah, shit. Okay. Here's the deal, people. There Just will be contact a, th- us if you want to know. Yeah, there will be a link in the description if you're in Minnesota, I guess. Maybe Wisconsin. And you want a photo booth. It was uh, my work wife, Mandy. Her father... Uh, and her brother have a photo business. And, and her, her sister, sister is who is our photographer. So really, the Mirvolds fucking rocked our wedding. Yeah. We were able to get her sister, who Caitlin, who is an amazing photographer. We were able to get her brother and her dad, who had this photo booth. And it's a photo booth. So you've been to photo booths. You've been, you know, Chuck yeah. and Cheese, whatever. Yeah, it's photo old booth, school. You know what photo You sit down. Are. You press the button. Hey, smiles, kisses, yeah. flicking people off. <laughs> I was told, though. 
hey, we have a green screen. Oh my god. My first fucking thought was like, green screen, what are their dimensions? They gave me the dimensions. I used my degree and my Photoshop ability to make backgrounds. I threw Leslie and I in the background of Shaun of the Dead. I threw us in the background of Star Wars New Hope uh, at the, uh, the the metal scene, the throne room. I was able to use the labyrinth, uh, other zombies, all kinds of shit. And her dad saw these photos and decided, listen, these are awesome, but they're just in, in a normal photo fit, booth. Right? They're not going to fit. Like, you'll so, just see a giant So head. what did he do? He built. He hand-built an extension to his photo booth. That was like four or five feet long that had, you know, curtains and had the green screen at the back so we could get full body shots of our fucking wedding photos. And I'm just saying, people out there that are planning weddings, you can do all this fancy bullshit and like, oh, God was here and there's Jesus and oh, there's lovely songs. <laughs> the photo booth was the photo biggest booth, tip of our wedding. People were trying to get into the photo booth before it was there even were open. Lines. There was lines to our photo booth. They were able to get photos with, and, and the best part about it, in my mind, was that we were basically photo bombing everybody because we were in the background. Nobody had any idea we were yes. in the pictures because you only get four seconds to be like cheese. Then they got their printouts and were like, "Oh my god, Rob I is still, Han Solo." I still don't think that they realized. They didn't even realize until after t- until we tell them that we're actually in them. They have no idea. So Leslie and I were in everybody's photos. Which really like made it so much better for me and made me feel a lot better about my degree and my waste of money towards that. And well, what's amazing. cool is everybody that went in the photo booth, they get two printouts of their photos. And it and says then, our name yep. along with our date of the wedding. And it had Harry Potter stuff because Leslie likes Harry Potter. It worked out well. That was and, a given. And we get all of the pictures on a disc. And see, some people didn't know we were getting the pictures. So I was excited to get those pictures afterwards going like, I can't wait for some titty shots. Show me some titty shots. How many of those did you see? Two. What? But they weren't actually like <laughs> full on titty. Libby and Katrina. Mm. Katrina. Those two. Katrina. Those two. Your boobies. They were high. <laughs> they were up. Yeah. Libby, you tried your best. <laughs> oh my god. That's mean. It's not mean. She even told you me. She's like, best. she's like, it took me a lot to like do that. And I'm like, well, you can't fuck with Katrina. That's like me fucking with well, you. Yeah, Katrina. That's like me fucking with you. Katrina's like me, like. But bigger? No, she's smaller than me. Is she smaller than you? Yeah. I'm so used to Leslie's ginormous breasts. <laughs> I think people are bigger, but they're not. They're um, crazy. So there wasn't many titty shots. I was disappointed. But there was a lot of awesome. They were having yeah. fun. Yeah, like there's pictures of my family that are usually so. They're usually pretty reserved. Yeah, and boring. And they're hilarious. They just let their inhibitions go into our photo booth. So we had the photo booth, the food, everybody was drinking, the booze, the wine, the beers, and then we were dancing. The DJ was awesome. The DJ was amazing. He uh, actually, our DJ actually gave us uh, a handwritten card with photos from our photo booth yeah. and said we were the best wedding. And he said, may the ever, force be with yeah, you. Yeah, the, the best wedding he's ever DJed for. We had Boba Fett helmets. I bought a unicorn mask. Yep. Leslie's vagina. Smells like unicorns, so I bought the unicorn mask to bring that around full circle. Turns out, she made fun of me. Everybody loved yep. the unicorn mask. Yep. So you need to apologize. I'm sorry. Thank that you. I, I was right. Was I'm, I'm, th- thank you. See, you can have your fancy, dancy, hoity-toity wedding, Mandy, or have some fun. <laughs> Just saying. 
Just saying. Have some fun. Our um, bartender hit on all the women, like including a myself. Should. Yes, including in front of me. In front of me. But you know why I wasn't scared? I got married. I have a cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that's Leslie's, like, kryptonite. If, if oh, yeah. She loves the cock rings. And it was filled with sweat. She loves the sweaty. Excuse me while I go vomit. She does not vomit, you guys. <sighs> does that sound like vomit? Doesn't sound like vomit to me. <laughs> we had a great wedding dance. I was dancing with the Boba Fett helmet with her mom. Yeah, that was great. I was doing the ride the pony. I was uh, I was slapping some ass. I was my doing mom the, was like bumping. Your her mom hips was into bumping you. and grinding me. Yeah. I was bumping and grinding Leslie's mom, and Leslie's mom, for being an older lady, quite attractive. Quite. Well, you have to look attractive. forward to. That's right. They always say, "Look at your woman. Look at your woman's mother." That's what you have to look forward to. I'm ready for the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, even your dad. My dad, even my dad, was just like, "God damn." And I'm like, that's right. Lizzie's mom is fucking hot. That's right. That's right. I'm just saying. I think um, I'm good. I'm counting my blessings. I think I'm good. On a side note, they're probably not listening, but I'm really, really glad that my aunts and my cousin were able to come from Canada. Yes. Her cousin is a famous rock star in Canada who is a crazy, I mean, like, just amazing guitar player. And we're like, holy shit, dude, you showed up. He actually was on tour. Like, yeah, he like, a, he tours, you guys. He, had a, he does vans But he was stuff. in the middle of a tour, and he told, like, his band that, hey, man, like, I'm going to be in the middle of this tour. Yeah, imagine Marilyn Manson going, hey, man, I'm in the middle of this tour. I got to go see my cousin's fucking wedding. Yeah. It's right. Manson might not. Joshua does. That's right. Joshua showed up, and they fucking rocked that shit. Yep. And it was amazeballs. Yep. And then, of course, you're all waiting like, well, this sounds like the most amazing it is. nuptials ever. Like, could anything mm. have gone wrong? Oh, we're going to talk about your brother. So, of course, something <laughs> went wrong. Now, some of you are thinking, well, this is did Rob get really hammered and fuck shit up? This is what's great, is that everybody asks me how the wedding goes, and my first... <laughs> He, Rob just spilled all over himself. Oh, I love my beer. <laughs> my first reaction was like, oh, my God, the wedding went great. Like, everything happened as we planned it, it to happen. It was kind of hot, but besides the hotness. Besides that it got hot inside the venue, everything went as planned. Like, everybody was warning me, you know, something's going to happen. Like, your food's not going to show up here. Your photographer's not going to show up. Rob's going to be gay. And I'm like, what? Why would you say that? <laughs> something like major is going to go wrong. And everybody's been warning me that something's major is going to go wrong. And I, whenever they ask me how it went, I'm like, it went great. Yeah, I mean, besides Everything the hotness. Everything went great. Yeah, besides the hotness. Um, besides, besides, like, small things. I mean, really, like, there was no, oh, my God, I'm sorry for that noise. I just. <laughs> I punched the mic because I was so angry at this metal. It looked at me as funny. I questioned my manhood. Besides, like, little things, just, I mean, whatever, it went fine. And then, so what the nice thing was in this building was the fact that, like, A, it was an old crematorium. People used to be burned, uh, not alive, but, like, dead in this building. It was a, it's a gorgeous building. It's a gorgeous it has, building, like, but no, you gotta tell me about frick fuck walls, the, fuck the wood old floors, Leslie loved, windows. Leslie loved the accoutrements. I, I love this building. But I asked the guy, and we talked about this, like, okay, and I, uh, it was an honest question. 
This is old. Has anybody ever died in here? Are there ghosts? Because obviously I watch Paranormal Activity and I'm all uh, about like ghosts. And the guy was like, we don't tell people, but okay, don't tell. He actually specifically said, don't really tell anybody this. This used to be an old crematorium. My eyes lit up. And like, I sold. was, and I was like, "Fuck yes, Rob's in," because I already was in love with this yeah, place. Yeah, Leslie was in love. I mean, fuck the view, fuck the nice brickwork. As soon as they said we burn people that are dead, I'm like <laughs> sold. And then when he was like, when Rob asked if there's ghosts, yes, he, I like looked at the guy that was selling the place, going like. Please say yes. Please say yes. Because then I get this place if you say yes. And I really hope, like, he didn't just look at you and was just like, Yeah, uh, Civil War people died here. Like, what? The Civil War was the Minnesota... What? What's happening? I don't get that. So what was nice was the fact that, like, it was an old building, da 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 Okay, so besides some small issues, the heat and... You know, my cock ring sliding off in the middle of processional. I mean, Do you know what awkward. a cock ring is, by the way? Do I know what one is? Yes. Because I you keep one. saying it's like going to slide off. It doesn't just slide off. It it's does when you're you. sweating. It's not in you. Yes, it is. No, I'm not talking about Prince Albert. I'm talking, okay, here is where we learn <laughs> how more experienced I am than my wife. A I cock thought- ring, the one I'm talking about, is the one that goes over the top of your shaft and presses <laughs> into the bottom of your balls. And keeps you hard with the feeling. I'm not talking about a Prince Albert that's inserted into your urethra and pierced that way. That's what I was thinking about. I am not talking about a piercing. <laughs> I'm talking about a, like, I'm getting older. I need something to keep the blood, full, blood flow into my penis. And I also need something that's inscribed with our wedding date uh, and my face. See, so we learned something different. Oh. Leslie, the entire time, was thinking of a piercing. I'm thinking of the actual connotation that the... Definition oh, of a cock ring. My apologies. Leslie. My apologies. How naive are you? Very. Very naive. I am pretty naive. So while I was placing my cock ring back into position, making sure that my nuts are just perfectly held, we had an amazing wedding. We had a balcony. For the out smokers. Back. For the smokers. Which Leslie and I unfortunately Frequented. are again. Um, I don't know you can pay, put your hate, put your judgment. Uh, we'll quit. It, we'll quit again. It'll happen. We quit for like four years. It, with Weddings wedding. are really stressful. Very stressful. I'm on the balcony with all my friends, and we're we're discussing you know fucking literature, world history, you know the stock market, pig futures, yes. and oil. A lot of those, you know, conversations going on. Yeah, you know, batteries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure batteries are part of the stock market. I'm just, I mean, I don't really know, but I'm pretty sure Michael Douglas has talked about batteries. Uh, anyway. Leslie comes out and is like, "Oh my god, you need to come inside." And I'm like, "Why? Your brother's been hurt." What? All right, fine. And then at this point, people, did I really I, do that? You did. At this point. I'm not drunk. I actually did not get drunk at our wedding. Everybody thought I was drunk because the bartender, every time I walked past him, handed me a new beer. So anytime I put, anytime he handed me a new beer, I put, you know, the half of the beer, the one sip of the beer I just had down the table, drank the new one. I paid for it, whatever. I was actually pretty sober at our wedding, which, not gonna lie, kind of amazing. I actually can't believe I was that sober at our wedding. She tells me my brother's been hurt. And I'm like, what? We go back into the building. I saw I saw him when it happened. 
What did you see? I saw him slip. And so then he went he onto said, the dance floor. Yes, so he first, was on the dance floor. My brother is a white boy looking like Steven Seagal. And he's tall. And he's tall like, like tall Steven is Seagal. Your he's like three he's like six three. He's like two inches taller than me. He's not that much taller than me. He's, he's seems not like, that much taller than me. <laughs> I'm as tall as my little he's, brother. But he seems like really tall. He's, like you're he's tall, tall, but he's like he seems really tall. He's pretty tall. He's a few inches taller than me. He's on the dance floor. What do you see? I didn't see it go down. Explain what you saw. I saw him like, like slip, like fall. So he's going to dance. Yeah. He's doing he, the white he boy dance. He was dancing. The white boy dance. Not like crazy dancing. The he's not like the break tootsie, dancing he was doing or anything. The, the tootsie roll. But he was just doing normal. Too legit to quit. Normal dancing. OPP. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. That's what he was doing. <laughs> That's what he was doing. <laughs> So I saw him slip, and then all of a sudden he's like, I broke my knee. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, you're a huge. You're just saying that you hurt yourself really badly, but you are probably not that bad. Shut up! Hurt. Okay, <laughs> like three months ago, I threw up my back, and I was like, I'm a man. I don't need nothing. And who talked me into going to the ER? Well, you were, like, really bad. But when he when he was like, I broke my knee, I was like, you wouldn't be able to tell me that you broke your knee. Yeah, you'd be like a robot. If you like actually did, you would be like screaming right now. So my brother slipped on the dance floor, and Leslie came and got me. And I'm buzzed. I'm not drunk, but I'm buzzed. Going like what? And I walk in there, and there's my brother on a chair with all my family around him. And I'm like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "I broke my knee." And I'm like, "You didn't break shit. Like, what do you fuck you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, see, you had the same reaction that I did. So everybody's around him, and my brother's like holding his knee, going like, ah, ah, "I'm crying like a girl." He didn't really cry like a girl. He was just like, "Ah, fuck." Yeah. Take cues as do. Ah, fuck. That's what we do. We just say, "Ah, fuck." <laughs> a lot. A lot. Repeatedly, like over and over. So Libby, Leslie's sexually attractive, uh, athletic friend, was like, "I'm a midwife." No, she's going to school to be a nurse. Oh, I thought she was a midwife. No. Wait, she's, she's not. Be a midwife. She's still going to school. Yeah, but she's be a midwife, or she wanted to be. She a midwife. was going to school to be a midwife. Okay. I'm pretty sure she's going to school to be a nurse now. She looked at it and was like, "You're fucking retarded." I'm gonna go back and drink. Well, she was telling him to put ice on it and stuff, like. No. And she was telling. Libby was all like, "What? I'm no. doing OPP. She was taking dance. it seriously. She was taking it seriously by going like, "What?" <laughs> and right now I'm doing like the whore dance. Like, what? No, you're fine. Elevate anyway. that shit. So my brother's all like, oh my god, my knee, oh my god. And I'm all like, all right, what can I do? Nothing. All right. And so I go back outside. And I continue <laughs> dancing. Then my friend's date got really drunk. And then Ooh. that was a whole thing. I'm not even that. That was just like, let's just say that some people like wine. And maybe can't handle all the wine that well, they drink. Let's say some people are going through other emotional turmoil on top of wine drinking, and they maybe don't consider how much they're intaking. Leslie is so polite. I'm just going like, you're young and you drink too much wine. That's all I'm saying. So on top of my brother breaking his knee and Libby going like, yeah, what? You're fine. I'm going to dance. I had this other fucking like young girl going like, Bleh! in like, the bathroom. Oh, shit, in the bathroom. We have two bathrooms. Two bathrooms. The entire and place. And one 
one of the bathrooms was overtaken by this girl who was throwing up. For like two hours. Two hours of being locked in the bathroom to the point I'm like, hey, what's going on, guy? Oh, my date peeking. All right, I'm going to go out and smoke. And I was like, I, there was a point that I was waiting for the bathroom, and I was standing there like, I really need to go to the bathroom. Like, really what the fuck the is bathroom. happening? And I went. Fortunately, my mom let me go first. Because you're the bride. Yes. And then I came out, and like that other bathroom is still locked. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who's in there taking so long? Leslie's kicking down doors going like, I got a urinate. She went from like a demure female sexiness to like Satan. And she was I like, really needed to go. Yeah, she needed to like, she punched doors. Whatever. Jean-Claude style. Bam. Motherfucking bam. So once we figured out what the fuck was going on with uh, <clears throat> lady in the restroom, thanks to my groomsman's uh, awesome girlfriend. Uh, it turned out we had a very, very drunk woman in yes. our midst. Yes. That his name wasn't Leslie nope. uh, or Roberta, so that was very good. People might think that that drunk, I might try to put on a dress and drink a lot more. Oh, I was like, who the fuck is Roberta? Me! That's my... Me! me. Hey, <laughs> fashion! Um... So besides my brother breaking his knee and this drunk woman, we had an amazing wedding. Yes. And then he didn't got... actually break his knee, by the way. He broke his tibia. He broke his tibia. The, the doctor's all like, imagine if someone took a hammer to your this bow and a, 25 times, the hardest they could hit. And I'm like, that's pussy. I've seen Predator. Man up. By the way, this is for a legal reference. Yeah. I was told that their doctor said that it was... He had injured his leg numerous times throughout the years, and this incident made it just go. You heard that? Yeah. Where did you hear that from? From Cassie. Oh. Boom! We're absolved from all legal issues. <laughs> Sorry, Cassie. Let's wait and see if they ask us to like edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sue us. Yeah, they, you, no, they can't. Thanks to our awesome... Uh, Thanks to our awesome uh, legal uh, documents, uh, uh, no one could sue us and or the families of the wedding area for hurting themselves. Just turns out my brother, just a white boy who can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and the best part about the wedding in my mind is the fact that we got married on the 3rd of August. My birthday is on the 5th. Uh, I, I will never forget it. And if I do, I can be like, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited about my upcoming birthday. <laughs> I basically have an out. For the rest of my life, which is amazing. So we got married. It was fucking fantastic. We uh, <laughs> obviously consummated our marriage uh, on a wedding night. Yes. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, duh. Yeah, duh. Thanks to uh, Enemy of the State being played on TNT HD, uh, Leslie loved Gene Hackman, uh, and it totally got her raring to go. I don't I have any idea what he's talking about. It's because she's like, Gene Hackman, oh my god, French Connection, I'm ready to have sex. And I was like, all right. This is actually Enemy of the State. It's for the nerds. Okay. You're hitting the women, I'm hitting the nerds. Okay. Babe. babe, 24 episodes hitting the nerds. In the face with my cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an amazing wedding. It was fantastical. All our friends and family were there. We got lots of money. We also uh, heard from numerous people that it... Granted, they may say this to people anyway. But it was drunk. That was my thing. It was drunk. But we heard numerous drunk, times drunk, this is the best wedding drunk. I've ever been to. See, and when people say that the drunk, 
Because drunk is when, like, the truth comes out. Yes. Leslie and I have been drunk many of times, and I've heard many of <laughs> Like, every like, day. Yeah, like, wait, okay, I know you're drunk, Leslie, but you really wish I was a black man? Why would you fucking tell me that? Like, that's Why just, aren't you Tay Diggs? Yeah, I can't. I can't be Tay Diggs. But she tells yeah. me that. So a lot of drunk people told us best wedding, best food, uh, just best overall enjoyment. Yes. So, you know, we pat ourselves in the back. You can't hear that, but I'm actually patting my dick uh, with my cock ring. It's full of sweat. Leslie's looking at it, going, "Oh my god, that's what a ring is." <laughs> Which is weird, because I've been wearing it since we got married. Almost a month. She had no idea. Obviously, we didn't consummate her. No, it was it was the wedding, and afterwards, she's like, what the fuck did I consummate? I did not I did not sign up for any of this. We had an amazing wedding, had amazing friends, had amazing family, had amazing stuff. Uh, we didn't register, because uh, we're living in 2012. We've been living together forever. We have all the shit we need. So we're like, give us money, because we need money. And people gave us money because we need money. Yes. So now we get to plan the motherfucking She's Right, I'm Rob honeymoon. Yes. Which isn't going to be a typical honeymoon. No, because we were both like, let's go on a cruise. And then the more I was thinking about it, going like, A, I don't like beaches and water. You know, two, I don't like a lot of people in a confined space. I don't like getting in bathing suits. Yeah, I don't. I don't even take my shirt off when we're having sex. I mean, the shirt is on all the time. He's she comments lying. on it. No, she's, she's not lying. lying. I wear he different is. shirts all the time. I draw pictures. Like, <laughs> ready for tonight? It's Mexican seafood night. And she's like, "What does that mean?" And I'm like, "Prepare your ear balls." And she has no idea what my, that means. What? Your ear balls. My ear balls. Yeah, prepare your ear balls. Your balls, your ears. Just anyway, be prepared. So. We officially decided that we are just going to go to Vegas Yeah. for an extended weekend because I love Vegas. I've been there multiple times, uh, and I've been there where I can have fun. Uh, I've been there with uh, workmates. If you listen to the last episode, Batman That Shit. Uh, Brittany and I have been there for a work thing. I've been there prior when I was 21 with my mother and my grandmother, and people were like, that's lame. Like, no, trust me, it was awesome. Uh, I love Vegas. We got to do all the fun stuff. Leslie's been to Vegas, but you were more work Vegas. Yes. Like, way more work. You like got to eat some food, but you didn't actually get to explore and have fun. Yeah. I didn't even get... The one thing I wanted to see when I went to Vegas was the Bellagio Fountain, and I didn't get to see it. Now, I've never seen the Bellagio Fountain. Uh, the last time uh, I went... The last time I went... Uh, was with uh, Brittany from work, and it was like 3 a.m., and we're like, all right, we're ready to see the Bellagio Fountain, and we're waiting, drunk as shit, like 15 minutes, oh, like it's it gotta happen. it closed at like 9 It closes at like midnight, like midnight No, it closes 30. like way earlier than that. Okay, well it closes, so Brittany and I are just standing there going like, it's gonna happen now. Yeah, let's take a photo. Uh, instead, we got to see some like drunk bachelorette parties. Um, so it's gonna be weird, I'm not gonna lie, being in Vegas with my wife. Oh, not that I know I call her my wife. This is the first time of the episode, uh, not count. I mean, not trying to say like every time I've been to Vegas, I've been like hangover style with like women's uh, and strippers and escorts. But, uh, you know, in Vegas without you, babe, without you, babe, I've been like, yeah, just, you know, a, a, a pre-married man going, yeah, I could hit that knowing full well I could not hit that at all. Because I doubt she would understand the difference between Zelda and Mario like you understand. So it I might also, be kind of weird. I do understand that. Yeah, so it might be kind of weird you and I being in Vegas. Because it's not the type of place really you think of like, yeah, I'm my wife. 
So, what I'm really hoping in Vegas is that I get to live out my dream of using my cock ring with an Asian masseuse. Who, for only $200, will give me a full happy ending while you're watching. And then I pay you $200, and you give her a full happy ending. Best honeymoon ever. What do you think? Is that a good honeymoon? No. That's not what Leslie's thinking. So we're thinking to Vegas. We have different ideas for Vegas. Yeah. But um, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it will be awesome. Yeah, I think it will be, be fun. I'm really um, excited to actually get to see Vegas. Because, you know, when you go with Rob Hughes, you see Vegas. Uh, you know, we uh, last time Brittany and I were there, we went down to Circus Circus, got to see where, uh, you know, Fear and Loathing, and the, we did the Ether Walk. So me and you will have to do the Ether Walk uh, into Circus Circus, which is fun. People are like, what the fuck's wrong with them? Uh, and then you get to smell the buttery AIDS smell, which is what Circus Circus mm. smells like, buttery AIDS. You're like, this is amazing. Um, but we'll actually get to have sex in a suite. Yes. We have never had sex in a suite. No. So that should be new. It'll be a different bed. It'll be crazy. Yeah. I'll make sure to invite an Asian masseuse, and I'll have lapel mics so we can we can record uh, our Asian sex uh, Las Vegas honeymoon. That's episode twenty-seven. The Asian <laughs> sex uh, honeymoon. I think that'd be fucking amazing. Or just episode twenty-five. The I leave you, and I am now gonna keep Fahey and his name. I'll keep my Hughes name, so Fahey will have Hughes, but really. I'm going to get married to McConaughey, so I'll be Leslie Purdy Hughes McConaughey. He's married already. And it'll be awkward. You could probably you could probably catch him. Oh, thanks. Boom. Sex points regained. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie keeps pulling her skirt up every time I give her sex points. I see upper thigh. Look at that mole. Look at that mole. That mole is sexy. Precancerous. Which mole are you talking about? The one on the upper thigh. It's precancerous sex mole. That That's one? what episode twenty four <laughs> precancerous sex. What is that? Nothing. No, that I don't know. That was not sexy. Cover that not sexy mole. <laughs> Leslie has cancer. This is not a sexy. This is episode twenty four. Rob deals with Leslie dying. I don't want to deal. Oh, you ruined the whole mood. Okay, well that thigh's better. <laughs> that thigh's. Tense it up. Tense it up. Boom. Look like you're wearing heels. Look at that mole. Yeah, yeah. That mole is not cancerous. See, anyway. people out there are just like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. are they talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about some motherfucking shit we've done besides the wedding, besides being Mr. and Mrs. Rob. Uh, uh, oh, God. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hughes. We have watched some movies. And one of the movies we've watched, you might have heard on the last episode of BDR, but now we can spoil the fuck out of it. A little movie called... VHS. Spoiler alert! Spoilers happening now, even though it's not even in theaters yet. Now, VHS is a movie you can see on, on demand. Uh, like Leslie says, not in theaters yet. Uh, it's part of the found footage uh, genre. G-E-N-R-E, or as I might pronounce it, Genre. Uh, I think more <laughs> people should pronounce it that way. Um, Leslie, found footage, uh, Blair Witch, Paranormal Activities, Chronicle, uh, that Camera's type of stuff. shaking around. Are you a fan of the found Paranormal footage? Paranormal Activities. I said that. that. 
<laughs> this is at this point one minute and like or one minute one hour and a half in one hour and a half that's how i'm gonna say it now uh leslie is drunk and is just like paranormal fuck you i'm trying to give a movie review here and they're just like paranormal fuck yeah you're a douche let's talk about this hyphenated bullshit i'm gonna hyphenate all over your fucking chest are you a fan of found footage flicks? Of found footage? Yes. Or do, you, do you get scared easily yeah. by ghost stories that are with the VHS? You yeah. Think it's real people. Yeah. What scares you more, The Shining, which I know is one of your favorite movies, or like say a Paranormal Activity movie? Not a better movie. I'm saying what gets to your primal level more. Paranormal Activity freaks me out a lot more than The Shining. Yes. Which Leslie loves and which I think... I love The just, Shining. Uh, just, I think it's so boring. I think just, The Shining is a great movie, but The Shining is like, okay, if you're at that place in that hotel particularly and you're taking care of it during the winter, then you're fucked. You shouldn't open up Versus elevators. Versus if you're just a normal person living in your normal house, you're fucked. Yeah. So Leslie's all about the you're fucked in a normal house. Thankfully, we live in an apartment, so we don't have much of you're fucked because there's no, never any like... You're fucked in my apartment. So VHS uh, is a movie you can get it on demand. I highly recommend it. First off, if you can get it on demand, I'm not sure how well it work in a theater, but it's a two-hour anthology flick. Uh, anthologies, Creepshow, Creepshow 2, Tales from the Dark Side, Tales from the Hood, Amazing Stories. Uh, anthologies are usually a few stories. Within a story. Wrapped around a central conceit. Yes. Now... I have seen trailers for VHS uh, months ago, and I've seen some reviews come out. And here's how dumb I am. I didn't know it was an anthology. Like, for some reason, I thought it was just, like, a central story type thing. I had no idea it was an anthology. We bought it last night. Uh, we watched it. Uh, and the first 10 minutes, I was like, fuck, what did I buy? The first 10, 12 minutes is very shaky cam very like okay i swear this is good but i don't know if this is going to be this way if it is i apologize for doing it ends up being the whole conceit is this group of douchebags one of the douchebags says like i can make a lot of money this guy hired me to find these vhs tapes so the main part of the story is these douchebags well, breaking into a house to find a specific vhs tape yes okay they well they were like in the beginning it's videotaping them, like, going after Fake chicks. Raping. Yes. Which really, like, seriously, when they were showing this stuff in the beginning, yeah. this quote-unquote fake raping whatever, yes. I was like, I don't want to watch this movie. This movie is, like, creeping me out, like, in a bad way. Because Leslie is very well known for random men running up behind her and pulling on her titty. I'm not. I did that the but- first date. <laughs> That's would, how I showed her how much I liked her. I was like, oh, I'm Teddy! All I could think of with that that first video they showed was, like, they think it's so funny to be, like, running after this chick and, like, pulling her shirt up and holding her down and stuff. They think it's hilarious, and I was like, that's fucked up. I'm really, like, disturbed by this. I don't want to watch it. Yes, so the first ten minutes is Leslie going, like, fuck you, Rob. I know this is, like, your night to, like, pick the movie, and I know I bought dinner. But why am I watching this? And I was like, in my head going like, okay, I hope it gets better. I hope it gets better. 
And then it starts off, they find this house, they find the VHS tapes, and then it starts off with, like, the people. But they don't the, find the VHS tape that they're looking no, for. No, they, they don't know sell. what they're looking for. They just know that they're looking for a but, specific VHS yeah. tape and that they'll know it when they find it. Yes. So the random guys start finding VHS tapes. I'm well, not going to go into, like, complete oh, retardedness. Okay. We're going to spoil it, but not, like, like every point. You're pulling the CJ. CJ explains, like, what people are wearing and the music in the background. You're not no. in CJ. I just wanted to say... You want to uh, say a CJ. What do you want to say? I just want to say that when they got there, they knew an old guy was living there. And when they got there, he was dead. The old guy was dead in front of these TVs, 8mm style. So the whole story is these guys, they find the Sega tapes, and each guy starts watching the tape. Was there four or five different stories? I don't remember. There's four or five. You had the frat guys. Yep. You had the couple on the hike. Yep. You had the... Trip to the cabin the, story. The, yep, the uh, the woods, the Friday the 13th type story. You had the Skype story. And then you had the cult story. So there's yep. five. Yep. So there's five stories. And you're watching this. It's an anthology. So in my mind, I didn't... And, you know, I knew it was an anthology after we started it. But I, the entire time, I'm like, how did these go together? Yeah. Like, these have all got to go. Let's look in the background. Let's find yeah, one character. Something that's matching. So now, here's where people might not like it. These stories are completely self-contained, all done by different directors and writers, completely different styles. And if you're watching this, waiting for an explanation, you're going to hate it. Yep. There is no explanation for the main, the framing of the anthologies or any of the stories in the anthology. However, what this movie felt like to me was like scary stories to read in the dark when I was a kid. Like, oh, the chick had a spider bite and the spiders came out of her face. Or like scary. And see, Leslie gave me this look. But I know nerds out there have read this book because there was this big, huge uproar that they just released it for kid, re-released it for kids and changed the pictures. Because the pictures when I had it as a kid were fucking horrifying. It was fucking scary. And we're talking like short stories like... The little girl who wore a bow around her neck. And why did she wear a bow? Well, it turns off she took the bow off and her head fell off. Because she was decapitated. The bow kept it. And it was like these stories for kids, but the pictures accompanying them. Scary as fuck. Just drawn in a really horrific way. And I still think they're some of the scariest things I've ever seen. And this movie gave me that feeling. Like you're watching different stories. And it's up to you at the end. How do you feel? Where do you think it could go? Now, out of all these stories, since we've done the spoiler alert... All five of them. What do you think, babe, was your favorite uh, segment uh, of these stories? Hmm. You had the frat boys with the she-demon. Yep. You had the honeymooning couple with the fucked up ending. Yep. You had the Tuesday the 17th, which I think that's what it was called. Like, serial killer in the woods with a group of fucking horny teenagers. You had the Skype paranormal activity style, and then you had the almost frat guys haunted house. Which one did you think, think was your favorite? And by favorite, I mean like creeping me out the most. The one that was yes. like most on the edge of my seat. Yes. I think it was probably the guys going to the haunted house. Which was the last one. Yes. I'm going to have to go ahead and say the creepiest one for me was the Skype one. Only because that was the most found footagey paranormal activity type of story. It was called The Trouble with Emily. I think. 
Yeah, I think that. Here's my problem too: is like you watch the credits, and each story has a title. And my only gripe was like, I wish you saw the title before every story happened. And I know that would break like the fourth wall. Like you're watching found footage, and people would actually like put a title in. Like, I'm recording this conversation with my boyfriend. It's the call of the trouble with Emily. But I wish you had that because this whole Skype one with this like haunted house and this girl in this apartment by herself, and she kept hearing things. And no one believed her, and she had this weird thing under her arm, and then, like, the, her, she tried to tell her boyfriend, her boyfriend was a doctor, and the whole time you're watching the story, she's all like, you know, tell me if you see anything, and, and like, as that audience, you see shit, and you're like, oh my yeah. god, and that kind of freaked me out, but then, like, the twist ending was, like, almost on the X-Files, kind of same with the frat boys one you like with the haunted house. Yeah. Bunch of guys, we're going to a party! Well, they're, yeah. like, all, like, I'm going to a Halloween party. Yeah. And they get to this house, and they go in, like, this is where they're supposed to go for this Halloween party, apparently, and they go into this house. Which is, like, empty, there's no, they, they're like, there's no one here, Yeah. And, where do we go? And they're all thinking it's, like, a haunted house, like, this is the party, but there's a haunted house, so you have to, like, go through this haunted house to get through to the party. Yeah, that's your first instinct. So, they're going through all these places, and I'm noticing that this chair keeps, like, moving around in these rooms where they're going to. And they're totally unaware of it. And then they go upstairs to the attic, and it's like, I mean, what what century would you say? I would say it was like the 42nd century. <laughs> it had jetpacks and hoverboards. No. no. And John Anderton things. No. no, it was like more like the 18th. There's like a virgin tied up, and they had a bunch of guys like quoting Bible scripture. Yeah. And the guys come up and they they're watching this happen and they think and it's just like part laughing. of the thing. Yeah, they're like chanting with them. Yeah. Then the guys realize, get the fuck out of here! And you're like, oh, who's the bad guy? And all of a sudden, the house starts sucking these cult members up in the yep. air. And you're like, holy shit, these frat guys! And, and then the best part for me was that they ran out. Well, and they saved the chick. The well, yeah, chick but they that run they out. Tied up. And then like one of the guys was like, we can't leave this house. We have to go save this this person. Yeah. I like that twist. Like, they weren't just about themselves. They weren't just horny guys. They were no. like, we need to save this person. So, like, they could have gotten out of this house and been clean, scot-free. But they decided Maybe. to go back up and save the, the virgin. And they drag her down. The whole house is changing and things are shortening. And there's arms and they're all scared. And they get in their car and they drive away. And it turns out, spoiler alert, this chick is actually a demon. The people they ran up on were trying to kill her. She fucking, like, teleports out of their car and kills them by a train. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Basically, VHS, I honestly, and I know a lot of people will probably hate the fuck out of this movie. You might be like, well, you spoiled the last story. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Shitload of stories, and they're all completely, they they just, they play in the different genres of horror movies you might like. Here's my thing with this movie. I was on the edge of my seat throughout the entire movie. Like, I was really into it. And then once the ending came around... And it really wasn't an ending. That's where I was like, really? Like, there wasn't... I felt like there needed to be something that kind of... Something crazy needed to happen at the end. Something needed to, like, tie shit together. Something else needed to happen at the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, see, and I get it. Like, uh, Anderson from the boards was saying, like, how, like, he appreciated what they tried to do, but they fell short. And I get that. And I get, like, that's like just, just like you said, I wish there was more of, like, a concrete, like, this is what it was. This, you know, it's the ring. This is fucking a Japanese ghost climbs out and is fucked up. But you don't get any of that. You get no. 
five stories. Well, six if you count the conceit yeah. of the entire anthology. But you get five stories, and then you get like the ending, and then it's up to you. And for me, I'm not gonna lie, it totally worked. When it comes to anthologies, I fucking hate anthologies. Only because you get four or five stories, four of them suck, one of them are good, and then you don't give a shit. Like Creepshow, and I know I'm gonna get hate, didn't like it. I like what they, you know, I mean, Sam Malone, oh, he's getting burnt. You know, I like the John Lithgow, but I mean, eh. I, I... Oh, no, John Lithgow was not... It was, it was Twilight Zone. Oh, I'm glad I fucking saved that. I'm drunk. <laughs> I would have got I, hate mail on that one. I enjoyed the movie throughout the movie. It was ending that ruined it for me. Yes. So I would still recommend it to people because I enjoyed the movie as a whole, but it was like, at the end, I would, that's where it lost me. Okay. So for VHS, I'm going to go ahead and give it one tampon. I'll give it one and a half tampons. So an average would be one tampon for VHS. Be one and a fourth if you know how to average. Uh, I don't because I went to school for art. <laughs> I don't know math. You get a little bit more than one tampon, a little bit less than one and a half tampons. All right, so one and a quarter tampon. We're talking like a tampon and a string. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, females out there, with your vaginas and your apples. You get a tampon and a string for VHS. Yep. Now, after this entire podcast, talking about weddings and VHS, you know what? We keep going, but we know that you guys are busy. We are fucking starving. We have drank way too many beers. For, for not having dinner yet. Yeah, we are fucking what hungry. Time? What time is it? It is like, almost like 10 o'clock. Yeah, we haven't had dinner. We haven't eaten since like 3 because we wanted to give you the best podcast ever. So we hope you enjoyed this, and we hope that you continue to enjoy She's Right, I'm Rob. And if you haven't shared it to your friends, please do. I realize that She's Right, I'm Rob might not be, like, my baby. But I do realize this probably has the, the most, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, babe? Uh, mm -hmm. Fans or different qualities. This fits nerds and or vaginas and apples. <laughs> like, if you like vaginas and apples or you like Battlestar Galactica, you probably like this. Share it with your friends. We were just we're, we're please. We don't have enough people that like listen to this. We have people that don't know us and listen to us and love us. So I don't see why. Yeah. Other people. To, yeah. According to our numbers, a lot of people listen to this, but we only know of a, a few certain people that love us. Thank you, Ingrid and Key and Nate and fucking uh, 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 Ari and Sarah <laughs> and Kari and Adersad Ty all of you and Jeffrey aka Greg all of Digger, you listening right and now and aka everybody that listens to us and everybody else I forgot we know you listen and we love you but you know what fucking spread us around yeah I know that CJ and I are, you know we're, we might have hit our peak Leslie and I have only begun to peak it's true we've we only just begun. got married yeah we just got married experience our entire marriage through this. Just wait till the internet. episode where we're yelling at each other and we walk out the room and slam the door. Imagine the episode where I'm super <laughs> fat like Kevin James and she's super hot like Rosita Jones, and you're like, "Wait, this is not King of Queens. Why is she with him? And why is CJ my pet?" Rosita Jones. She Rashida. wasn't in that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Slap at the best is like the female, the wife of fucking. That's not the same no, chick. No, it's not. It's Leanne. Yeah. No, not Leanne. Okay. What's her name? I don't know what her name is, but it's you not the it. same lady. You ruined my analogy. <laughs> and this is what you get to hear in future episodes. Her ruining all my I'm analogies. Right. She's right. I'm Rob. I'm Rob Hughes. 
I am Leslie Hughes. You didn't say Purdy Hughes. That's weird. Do you want me to say it? Leslie! For She's Right, I'm Rob. I'm Rob Hughes. I'm Leslie Hughes. Say your name <laughs> fucking right. Otherwise, we're having name? a you not... You want me to say my yes, middle name? Yes, your middle name needs to come out. I am... For She's Right, I'm Rob. I'm Robert Scott Daniel Hughes. <laughs> Scott Daniel. <laughs> I am Leslie Purdy Hughes. Have a perfect week. <laughs>